Welcome to the Noise Podcast, sponsored by Satanic Tea Company, brought to you as part of the Noise Podcast Network. I'm Will, and what you're about to hear is an interview between myself and the lovely Jesse Powell of Dream State, who are about to release their new mini-album, Still Dreaming, on January 26th. We cover a lot of ground here, uh, mostly about, you know, we chat a bit about their 2023, how it all went, um, from coming back as a band with the Untethered uh, EP in February of last year, all the way up to now, how things are going and what they, you know, and what they're looking for in the future. Make sure you do follow us on Twitter at Noise Podcast and Instagram at Noise Podcast Network. The main site can be found on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Noise UK. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Be sure to give us a listen wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you do fancy checking out our Spotify Essentials playlist or even want to buy some merch, got some links in the bio. And if you're feeling extra kind, if you could drop us a review on your platform of choice, it all helps more than you'd think. Hope you enjoy the episode. Yeah, so thank you very much for joining us on the Noise Podcast this evening. First of all, just how are you? How are things? Well, Happy New Year. How are things going? How have you been? Hey, Happy New Year. Uh, life is great. I love Christmas. Just had a nice couple of weeks with family, uh, just doing the rounds, eating too much. So I'm very round, but I'm very happy. So that's good. All by yourself. Yeah, really good. Really good. Obviously, still getting into the swing of things after after the break. But yeah, it's, it's actually been a really good day today, Um, so which is nice. Got some good news in. Um, and obviously, I guess you're ready to get back to it now after, I mean, you've just finished, just before Christmas, you finished up a tour of the UK and Europe with As, De- uh, As December Falls. Yeah, so, I'm still still digesting that, if I'm honest, Will. Like, um, if you'd have told little old me like, this time last year when we dropped, like, taunt me, oh, you'll be going to Europe with one of the biggest bands in the UK at, at the time. Like, you know, they are really skyrocketing, aren't they? Um, I just wouldn't have believed it. I never thought. I get to go to Europe, but we've done it and it was absolutely amazing. The response was nuts. I think we sold out a merch like a couple of weeks into the tour. And yeah, we've been invited back to multiple locations and a couple of festivals off the back of it. So like really couldn't have asked for any more. I'm just grateful people showed up for us. And it was very surreal watching people like who don't even, their first language isn't even English and they're singing like taunt me at the top of their lungs. That was pretty surreal. (laughs) <laughs> it's got to be a really good feeling because we're coming up for it's just it's about what 11 months since you dropped untethered which obviously included mm-hmm. taunt me and like yeah. it really it feels like everybody was really excited to see you back and we talked i know we talked about that on, on this podcast a little uh last year as well we did talk about that a bit but then all of a sudden you know it just felt like things really accelerated which was really cool to see. But, you know, on the other end of that, you must have been going, oh, my God. Well, we've got, like, no, like, truthfully, the whole of 2023, we had, like, no team. So no manager, no record label, no booking agent. So not only did we all feel like, what the hell? Like, we understand fully that Dream State had a platform pre-me, but they had four years doing nothing. So, like, to come back, it just felt like it was one thing after another, and then we'd get one thing and then another, and then, like, the icing on the cake for last year for me was being invited directly by funeral for a friend to open up their arena show. And obviously for the lads, they all live in Wales. So like iconic moment. And they're one of my childhood favorite bands. So to play with them, it was like 14 year old me was, was crying inside. 
And like I say, being a D completely DIY, we just, we look back at 2023 and we're just like, wow, like we could not have asked for a better run, like sold out headline shows and supporting caskets. And then it was like, just the festival season went crazy for us. We were on like a lot of festivals and then, yeah, funeral for a friend. And then as December falls, it's all a whirlwind because in between that all, we drop videos and songs and it's it's like the, the busiest year of my life, but probably the biggest year of like gratitude I've ever felt. Yeah. I mean, because you obviously, I mean, you said just said the big, uh, huge festival season and like you did that set at Trees, which is, which was like looking back on it when I, and when friends and I were coming back from Trees, we were like, this one of the best sets we saw all weekend because it was just so much fun. And it Thank was like, you. you guys were just absolutely on fire for it. You know, um, I think, I think Loom was before that, wasn't it? And that was really yeah. good fun. And then yeah. to see you kind of like coming on at Trees when it, and it was, it felt like, I mean, obviously still the same band, but you just seemed so much more confident in yourselves. I think we'd had like, so we were, I think we were quite lucky that we'd done that sort of like headline run in the February, which was really successful. Like I'd say like 85% of that tour sold out and we'd gone live for four months. So that yeah. I think that gave us that like, okay, people care. And then we got invited straight off the back of that tour. We got invited like two weeks later, really last minute to go out with caskets. And we were like, yeah. So we had an yeah. amazing time there. Like you say, headlining loom, like it was all just, it, I just still can't believe that the year happened. And tr just going quickly back to trees, like the anxiety I felt on the build up to that set was just like something I can't explain. And obviously, completely straight edge now. So, like, you're really present for it. And there was one moment where I turned around and honestly, I'd never seen a crowd of people like it. Everyone looked like little ants. And I remember saying, like, is everyone outside the tent here to see Dream State? And all these arms just kind of flew up in the air. And I just stopped. And, like, I honestly, like, all the hairs went up. And I was about, I literally got, like, believe it or not, I couldn't speak. I was, like, really choked. And it was that from that moment that I felt genuinely this, like, shift in energy. Like, I felt like a shift. And it was just, like, let's fucking go. And it just, it just, like, it's changed. I honestly think trees like changed our career I really think it's like catapulted us into like you know like being on an arena stage with funeral like we felt at home and I think it's just sort of solidified to people that we are ready or we are able to put on a show on these bigger stages and I think that's what 2023 highlighted for us all is that whilst we have only been back a year we are ready and wanting to sort of go to that you know, back onto those sort of Amity and the I Prevail tours with 2000 cap rooms. I think we're, I think we've proven this year, uh, last year that we, we, we can put on a good show no matter what the size. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember like, I think I kind of felt a similar thing, like with that tree set, it was like, I'd seen, you know, you know, see a loom and kind of gone, that was really fun. That was a really good set. And you did really well, like obviously did so well in that intimate setting coming into the crowd. And, you know, I think a lot of people may have been going, okay, well, let's see how that translates to a big stage. Let's see how, because, you know, a few, and I imagine a few people might have gone, 
oh, I didn't realize Dream State were kicking about again, you know, because there are some people that are very much out of the loop. And I think we forget that sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah. But definitely some people would have done that and would have seen that set and gone, holy shit. You know, it's magical. And... People are still coming up to me after trees. Like, people are still coming up to me after trees. Like, I saw you like, I saw you two like four years ago with I Prevail. And I'd be like, no, no, I'm the new singer. And they'd be like, oh my God, like, you would never, like, people would just like, like you say, like, not everyone knows that like this has happened. So, like, I still get people come up to me like, I, I saw you with I Prevail in this place and i'm like oh my god i i imagine you saw dream state but i'm i'm jesse i'm not cj and they're like oh my god and i think like you're saying we we don't realize that not everyone is going to have instagram or facebook like some people just don't and um but yeah i, I honestly I, I can't stress enough like 2023 what what a year i don't know how we're going to top it really i just don't know but well, we, think... are, we are from the from the back end of that um we 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 played we played Radar Festival, which was amazing, and off the back of that is how we pretty much got downloads. So like we we played Radar, and then like when we came off, some of the people from Download were there and very much sort of said like that was a really good set, and we'll keep in touch. And and I think they spoke to Alid about playing, um, or potential that was like a conversation, and then they put us in touch with Atonal. Who are like a booking agent for like yeah. Rolo Tomasi, Fit for a King, and um, obviously I've loved Rolo Tomasi for a long time. We'd had many chats with different booking agents last year. We had a lot of interest because obviously people were like really impressed with what we'd done ourselves. They were like, "This is very impressive." Because a lot of the bookings came through myself. A lot of the yeah. bookings I would I'd just open Instagram or Facebook and I'd have an offer. Um, be or Alid, but they came to us all directly so anyway we, we had a lot of conversations last year with different booking agents and we were so grateful for people's interest and we had this chat with Atonal and it's very much a, a deal whereby we can leave at any time if we were to be picked up by a big record label and they want us to be with like avocado booking there'd be no like it would there'd be no like um There'd be no, no issues with it, yeah. Yeah, there'd be no issues. We could just be let go. And, like, the energy on the call felt really good. Like, it felt really comfortable. Uh, they were really impressed, like I say, with what we'd done completely DIY. And we just thought, you know what? Like, this feels good. This feels natural. Like, you know, let's let's just take the plunge. So, like, at the back end of last year, we signed to a tonal um and then literally like three or four days after we signed to a tonal we we got the offer officially from download so like if that sets the tone for anything of what's coming then i don't really know what like what else that to me is like a highlight of my career so like if that's the type and then they've obviously booked us for like resurrection festival and but i'm really excited to see what they can offer dream state that we can't already do ourselves so i'm yeah. very excited yeah, you did so much yourselves and then to get this team of like a really good team, you know, I've, I'm sure it's, you know, there's, there's people that go there and like the bands that they work with, they get these massive opportunities, which is really cool. And I think, you know, I think in terms of what 2024 is bringing, I think that's kind of what I want to talk about now is like, well, first of all, you know, a year on it from Untethered, it's bringing Still Dreaming, your mini album slash ep whatever you want to call it i guess um later this month yes 
26th of Jan. Uh, we've had a really, again, overwhelming amount of pre-sales. Like, you don't, you, you put out these, like, pre-sale thing, like, oh, and grab your sale, like, grab one, and you don't expect whatever. But we've we spent hours on the weekend signing, like, CDs and vinyls. Um, cr crazy. So, like, yeah, like, hopefully a label will pick us up sometime so we can, like, continue to make good music. But, like, it's, you know, we're all all of our money that you know obviously you make money when you play shows and whatever but that's just going straight back into like writing music like obviously the ep well mini album that's that's coming out i'm so excited for you guys to hear it i think it feels like an evolved version of untethered still very similar vibes in terms of terms of like the emotion there i i find it really easy to write sad songs um more i guess from like a mental health perspective of like you know uh it, one day I'll one day I'll deliver a happy song but I always find it much easier to write sort of like the the sort of emo emo vibes um it's interesting oh. you interesting you put it that way because to me still dreaming because having you know been having had I haven't had it sent over the other day is it like overall even though like you said the lyrics might be more you know, focusing on your mental health and things that have happened, it still, it's this really like big bouncy collection of songs, you know, I mean, even something like Anxious State of Mind, is, you know, and Chin Up Princess, which you played at Trees last year, um, is it's just this giant like... Pie. Party, yeah, despite well, the fact that, like you say, it's a little less well, so Hans, kind Hans, of... like gone really heavy on his like, he's always, you know, with Primrose Path, they sort of introduced that sort of electronic sound. And I think he really just, he loves like the sort of drum and bass and that kind of background, um, you know, electronic dance music. So I think he's really heavily incorporated that into, he just, he always talks about how he wants a song. He wants people to hear a song and be able to like bounce. And I think you'd certainly get that with Still Dreaming. Something that's really cool about Still Dreaming is that Chin Up Princess is actually a song I wrote in my teens. Um, I actually was in a band many, many moons ago and we went and recorded with Dan Lancaster um, and we recorded that track with him, uh, a very, very similar version. And it got played on radio, uh, Kerrang Radio by Alex Baker and stuff. It's the chorus. It's like the still hooky, catchy chorus. Yeah. And uh, I kept the chorus pretty much because it's I own the rights to the song. I pretty much kept the chorus pretty much the same, but the verses changed. And for me, what's really exciting about that song is that I wrote that about 15 years ago if not more and now to hear like fans of today sort of tell me how much they resonate with it and I'm just super grateful that it's been given the opportunity to have the platform that it's it's now got and it's really been really really well received um and for me as an artist what's really exciting is that is something I wrote I, even though it's been massively reworked in lots of ways um I really feel quite privileged that 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 song is has hit with people quite quite hard because yeah it was something I wrote in my earlier days of of music um I, I get like I, I always find it quite easy to write a chorus and then once I've got the chorus I can then build everything else and then obviously I get input from the guys but they predominantly do all the instrumental and I very much leave them to that then they'll show me like Ali will send me a demo and I'll just sit there and 
and I'll just I tend to go for the chorus first and like I say everything else just sort of builds out we got to work with Dan Weller on these tracks which is really exciting obviously I've loved him since he did like Shikari's earlier work and obviously he did Primrose Path um so to be able to sit with Dan Weller and bounce ideas like musically and lyrically together was another bucket list moment um yeah he's a I think he's like a top dog in the in the in the game and yeah I know he he worked with them closely um three me so uh I know it was just something that was natural to go back there um and yeah we're really excited to drop it to the world in a couple of weeks we really hope it does well and then we'll go off on another headline run at the end of March and promote that EP and hope that it goes down well I mean, I'm sure it will because I think is it's is it just Chin Up Princess you've released from it so far? We've released Chin Up Princess. We've released. Um, so I don't have it in front uh, of me. Still, still, still dreaming, uh, and we've released. Um, still dreaming was cool. It was the one in like that house that was all a bit spooky. Ah, we, yes. Yeah, we did that one, and then we just dropped Anxious State of Minds. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, no, it's it's um, I think it's a really really fun mini album. Like it's, and it really shows. And I, I hope you'd probably agree that it really feels like you you've kind of like bedded in within the band now. You know, because I remember when we talked last, there was you know I, you know it kind of came over that you were still very much like, oh my god, I'm getting to do this again. <laughs> and now it's like I don't think that's gone, but it also feels like I'm getting to do this again, and I feel really comfortable doing it. It feels like. You know, it does feel like a very much like like I say, like you've kind of bedded in in the band, and there's this really big increase in like your confidence and an increase in like the confidence in the songs as well. Thank you, I really appreciate that, and I feel like you say, yeah, I think I've got to thank the fans really because like just the way they react to like the untethered EP and stuff. Like when I play things live, their reaction to it, and like the words that have been exchanged to me, but whether it be verbally, face to face, or via the internet like I've had so much love and support from fans and family and friends that I just think all these people wouldn't be saying all these lovely things to me if it wasn't true so I've kind of really worked hard on fighting the imposter syndrome this last year and whilst I've comfort eaten to get through weight can come and go like you you can lose weight tomorrow so it doesn't bother me I'm just for the first time in a long time, I feel really secure in myself and I feel really happy and I feel really like, I feel really proud that I went for this because I think it would have been very easy for me 18 months ago to just turn around and go, oh, no, no, I couldn't do that. But I, I did something that was really scary and it's just like, feels like it paid off for me. Genuinely yeah. feels like the proof is there. Like I went for something that was terrifying and it's, it feels like one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of have said it earlier, like, you know, obviously you were in bands prior to this and then had like a long break when you've obviously had a career. And now it feels like it, it, it is very much like you've taken this big, scary step that is, am I going to get this opportunity again that's come knocking? Never. And that's it. You've got Let's to take go for things. it. Yeah. I don't have the luxury of giving this 20 years and thinking, let's see like I have that's why I think you get so much oomph from me because this is my last go like this is my very last go and I feel like 
you know, unless I go and enter something like The Voice in 20 years, and it doesn't matter, I could be put in the over 40 bracket, that kind of thing. Um, for me, I just think I've got one chance, one opportunity. It's come to me. It feels right. Like the year we've had, I think, has solidified that. So I'm just going to enjoy the ride. And whatever happens, happens. Like, even if I look back in a few years and all we've done is like download and Europe and everything we achieved in 2023, I'll, I'll be so proud. And it'll be something I could show the grandkids. So I'm just, this year, my resolution is to like, just enjoy the process, have fun, and just like take take the chance while it's here because, like you say, it's not gonna. This door isn't gonna be open forever, so just keep walking through it while it's here. You know, absolutely. And it, it kind of comes across even in just the title, you know, still dreaming, because I know yeah. it's always been the case that you know fans were kind of referred to as dreamers. Obviously, the band is obvious dream state, you know. So still yeah. dreaming is very much like. No, we've still we still got this. And it even though, as you've mentioned, some of the lyrics maybe aren't overly or necessarily, you know, might be somewhat positive, but don't necessarily come from the happiest place, it still feels really triumphant, you know. And like you've I mean, you've not only taken a big chance by joining the band, but as we mentioned earlier, you've kind of taken a, a leap into doing this full time for a little while to see just to really drive at it and, you know, make it the best it can. And it's like it really does embody that. Is that why you called it Still Dreaming? There's a couple of reasons why. So for Alid, for example, like for Alid, I know Still Dreaming is very much like, you know, it must have been so hard for him when, you know, they lost Charlotte, they lost other members. And then with that, you lose your team. He had like a record label, a manager, a booking agent. Like they were set for superstardom, you know, yeah. they were heading for the stars. So I think Alid had a lot of people tell him that it was done. I think people had made up that mind for him, you know, perhaps say it in whatever way, but like just very much be like, you know, there's no, there's no bringing this back now. Like they had setback after setback. And, you know, I think Charlotte, you know, came back and then, and then the, you know, it, there's no way that they, this can be salvaged, that kind of mentality. And I think for Alid still dreaming means like, you know, he's still got that fire inside him that, I'm going to still give this a go. Like he spent 10 years of his life building this band. So I'm so proud of him for like taking that leap and just continuing to go for it. So like still dreaming, I think for him means like that he's still wanting to go for it. And almost like for us all, it's anyone who, all the naysayers that said it was, it was over because CJ left. This is all like letting them know quite clearly, like we are all still dreaming and I thought it'd be a nice touch because of the fans being called dreamers. I thought it would be like a little like thank you to them, like a little token to the fans. So like we're all still dreaming together. And like there's a song that in Still Dreaming where I'm like, Yeah, I'm still dreaming, I'm still dreaming. And like you get the dreamers like really giving it some back with me as though they're they're like with we are still with you, like we're still dreaming. And it was like a bit of a thank you to all those original fans that has stuck by the new lineup change and that were like clapping for us and you know really wanting us to do well and I kind of thought it'd be a nice token to like show our appreciation to the dreamers and ultimately collectively as a band the message is quite clear like we're all still dreaming the fire is very much lit and, and I honestly feel like 
you know, I really do think the best of us is yet to come. Like I'm super excited for the next coming years and seeing what we achieve. Definitely. I mean, I think a lot of people, I think you rightly kind of <laughs> said, like, you know, obviously people are going to say what, what, what happens next, you know, when something big happens, like it wasn't, you know, necessarily, it was nobody's really fault really. Was it like 2020 hit and all of a sudden you're like, shit, this band that was gonna, gonna be huge you know, like after Primrose Path and obviously the singles going viral and it's like, but it just feels like a little blip now, you know, it just feels like they went, okay, we'll take it in, you know, even for all of the turmoil, it's just like, it's just been taken in stride and this is like dream state, not even 2.0, I guess, you know, but it's still, it's still just dream state kind of going for it. it. We call it dream state 2.0. I feel like it's evolved massively, like musically. Like you've got yeah. Tom, Tom Connolly on the drums is just a force to be reckoned with. Like what he's added musically to these tracks is, and and Jake obviously, um, you know, with his backing and his bass. Like I really have to like highlight that there are four members in Dream State, and we without if I didn't have any of those, if that was a different, like the four of us make it is what it is today, and I just think like we're all really excited to see where this goes and we're all going to continue to work really hard. And I just really like to stress, like, cause I get so much of the praise and so much of this, but like without those three boys or men, you know, working really hard, like we all are, we, we wouldn't be doing this today. So I do want to just big, big shout out to the boys. Mm. Yeah. And like, honestly, yeah. Fair fucking play to Alad for just going, I'm not done. I'm Good absolutely not done. Like, he's you had know. so much backlash for it, but I just think, like, it's what people don't realize is yes, CJ fronted the band, but the band 10 is for people. Life was also formed by Alid. Like, yeah. it's, you know, whilst it was all their band, Alid was still a key member. He wrote most of their bangers that went viral. So I just don't understand where this mentality comes from that because, you know, think. Uh, we all know that there are massive bands out there, mainly male-fronted, that have changed the singer. And I just think you're always going to get some kind of backlash. But I will say that we get the same people on YouTube. I don't even want to give them my energy, but we get the same people on YouTube write the same comment on every video. But then you get a couple of hundred more who are like, another banger. So I'd say the split, it's like 85% positive no, maybe like 87% positive, 13% negative. And it's like the same, I reckon it's the same three people just like writing the same stuff. I reckon they're robots or something anyway, because it's just like, yeah, it's and, very silly. And even if it's like a real person writing that comment, you're living rent-free in their head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, so they're angry, still going, oh, Dream State putting out more songs still. And it's like, if you're not, if you weren't invested to some degree, you just go. Well, you I know, just say like, and it's like comments, like thank you for the comments because it's like engagement with the post. So thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. From yeah, a purely you. like, you can be really cynical about it. And be like, well, you know, you might hate this, but like, it's going to drive it up, and someone who might well, love it is going to see it. Someone well, who didn't I, I know actually, they already loved it. Well, someone wrote on the post something like something like that she will never be CJ, and I will never like her like I like CJ. And I, I actually, I never replied to them. I never, but I just, it's the same person on the same store, same uh, videos. So I just, I just wrote like, so you know it's me. And I was like, because everyone was giving her a load of hate for being so mean for whatever she said. Yeah. And I was like, hey guys, look, 
everyone's allowed their own perspective. Everyone's allowed their own thoughts and feelings. Um, you know, uh, I like she is right. I will never be Charlotte and I will never, ever replace her. That's not my purpose here. My name is Jesse Powell and I'm the singer of Dream State. You're either with me or you were not. And then like a few months later, she physically came up to me at a show and was like, I didn't re I really didn't like you when you started out, but you've really won me over. And I was just like, it's you off YouTube. It's you off YouTube. She's like, yeah, like your comment really like clicked with me. And I was just like, you have made my life quite sad, actually. And I made sure I said it politely. Like, I am a person with feelings. It's very easy for you to write something on the internet. But you have to remember yeah. that there is someone on the other side of that keyboard who has feelings. And I'm not trying to be Charlotte. I'll never be Charlotte. And I don't even want to keep saying her name because I don't know her enough to like, comment on her life so yeah thank yeah. just thank you guys for any comments good or bad because they do help with um algorithms so thank you yeah no absolutely and it's like i think the thing to kind of the key takeaway from everything is like you've come in and you've never said i want to replicate what dream state were doing before because your voice doesn't do that you know your voice does what your voice does everybody's voice does its own thing so it's like yeah why why try putting yourself in into something that's going to be potentially uncomfortable like even just physically vocally when you can come well, in and work with these people and be like right yeah. what can we create together that yeah. is what that works for all of us that we all love and that is just us you know exactly and even when i do cover like some of their absolute bangers i always put my own little spin on it and the the, the long and short of it is is i will never be cj like she is a powerhouse not she's in her own league so it's like you know she she is a superstar in her own right and mm. i'm not let's say i'm my own person she's her own person and i will never ever be able to like white lies era i'll never be able to like that's like that is iconic moment that she will have forever and that's yeah. not my place to try and take away. It's my place to be privileged to be able to sing that, make the most of it, like make the best of it how I'm able to, and then move forward like like we've done with with new music. And I think for a band that has had a completely new lineup, we really have worked so hard to deliver new music. I think we've been one of the most consistent DIY bands of 2023 in terms of dropping music. I think like, so we've too. Just been yeah. on it on it. We don't just want to ride off the viral songs. We want to like show people that we are a, you know, we, we as a four, the new faces are also, um, have got something to bring to the table, and that will continue to be consistent. Yeah, I mean, I think that's very clear. Like I say, you know, I, I haven't wanted to kind of run it down this road, you know, because it's like ultimately, you know, that's kind of what this EP is. It's like these are four people that are still dreaming, that are go really going for it. Yes. You share, you know, you've got the name, but it is, you know, this isn't the band of 2017. This is the band of 2024 that is... So long ago! <laughs> it, it's terrifying how long ago that was, honestly. Um, Like, and it's, you know, this is, this is, this is 2024 Dream State, and this is Still Dreaming is the four of you. And now not only do you, obviously, you know, not ignoring what was came before, but you're putting your own kind of spin on what you're doing now. And it's songs like Chin Up Princess, which... <laughs> has been stuck in my head since fucking trees. Thanks. <laughs> you know, it's because it's just got this massive anthemic chorus and it's like, yeah. 
I really do think that like as great as 2023 was for Dream State, I'm not convinced 2024 isn't going to top it, you know? I think it'll be, do you know what I think? My permanent, my like uh, thoughts are, I think 2025 is going to be like the biggest year of our lives. I just have this feeling. I think 2024, we've still got a lot to, like not prove, but we've still got a lot of work to put in. Um, we've been really fortunate to sort of like really fast forward really quickly to where places like it will take brands five or six years. So I think 2024, it's just still show up, give it everything we've got, continue to work really hard, drop music that people hopefully still like. And yeah, just, just stay humble and work hard. And I think if we can do that again for another year, then hopefully 2025 will be the year we go off to like the bigger tours and maybe even like the States and stuff. Like I'm just manifesting all the things that I really want for us uh, yeah. before I get my bus pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think you're right. You know, it's kind of, you've laid the groundwork. Building on it is, you know, kind of key. And I I think from everything I've seen from from you, from the, from the band, I think like, I don't think that's going to be a problem, right? Yeah, yeah hopefully the pressure's on now though i feel like every time we drop a song and everyone likes it i always feel this like enormous pressure and i think it's a good thing i'm sure mm. all of the boys feel the same but i always feel this huge pressure like okay i've got to do another one like it's always like i always want to like make a better song like it'd be great to get something go viral like that i might actually pay help me pay for some bills um uh, but until then it's just keep slogging away and just just playing music that makes us all happy. Uh, whilst it yeah. is about the fans, I think it's important that we as artists are all really happy with what we're doing as well. I definitely want to make it heavier. I think watch this space. I think Jesse's metal vibes are going to come through like you have never seen before. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> waiting, like waiting on like the the death metal track that to drop on the next record. You know, <laughs> I think it has to be done. I, 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 oh, there's some really cool things happening next year that I can't. Well, no, this year now. I can't really say too much, but like some really cool, like all I'm gonna say is like not necessarily dream state, but like death metal and Jesse have been united. It's gonna be nice. epic. Well, so's twenty twenty four for Dream State, but I think we're gonna leave it there. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. So nice yeah. to see you again. Yeah, likewise. Mm -hmm.